Thank you for listening to this episode of the James Donald Forbes McCann Catamaran Plan. If you'd like to listen to bonus episodes, go sign up to the Patreon. That's patreon.com. Clom. Ah, we fucked it. Anyway, you'll look, you'll find a way. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Oh, I've just listened back to the first 10 minutes of the podcast, and I can't recommend it. I don't think this is one that anyone should bother listening to. Uh, I, uh... I like to do this podcast no matter what state I'm in. You know, I, I try and get it out every single week. I think consistency is the answer for growth. It's the only thing I've noticed that actually helps the podcast grow is if it does come out every week. Rain, hail, shine, whatever. It has to come out every week, and that way it gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and then more people listen, and then I get more money, and then I get to buy a boat. But I've just gone back and listened to the first 10 minutes. Gee, I sound like a great big bitch. It's a very whingy, negative podcast this week. So, I've look, I've stopped recording now, and I've gone back to the start, and I've added in this disclaimer. And I'll just say, if you're allergic to bitch allergens, skip the first 10 minutes of this podcast, and I will try to come up with something that's a bit cheerier at the end. I don't know what that is yet. Anyway, here's a Mopey 10 up top. You know, the writer Henri de Balzac, I believe he had a cane that he would walk around with, and on that cane was inscribed the words, I smash all obstacles. And then I think Kafka, the German writer Franz Kafka, he was made aware of that cane, and he said, I wish I had a cane that said, All obstacles smash me. And I'm definitely uh, today in more of the all obstacles smash me frame of mind. It's one of those days where everything just seems to be a bit too hard and going a bit wrong. I had to walk into town today and I uh, carried all my podcasting equipment with me on that walk in a little bag that I had to carry by hand, like a supermarket Hessian bag, because my backpack is out of commission at the moment. It's still filled with broken glass from a jar of pickles that smashed in my backpack, destroying many expensive cables and plugs. I tried to, I don't know if I mentioned this, I tried to use one of the plugs after it had been doused in pickle juice and it exploded and created a large flame. 
and luckily I was not burnt because I, to turn the switch on, I used a um, a wooden mallet from a toy xylophone that one of my children was using, just because I thought, well, I don't know how this is going to go. And this got quite wet. Maybe there's still some pickle juice in there. Thank goodness I did. Thank goodness I did use that wooden mallet. I used the wooden mallet as opposed to, well, I just thought wood, it was a poor conductor of electricity. But um, there's big scorch marks all up the bloody wall. Yeah, so I, I don't have a bag because I've been too depressed at the thought of the smashed pickle jar to um, actually remove the broken glass uh, fully. So instead I just carried all my things in on a hessian sack. And the reason that I walked in is because my car's broken. And I had to take it to the shop to be fixed. They're seeing if they can remedy the air conditioner in time for me to drive my family to Melbourne on Wednesday. Gives them a full 24 hours to fix the air conditioner. Which is not very much time, if you ask me. He seemed very sanguine about it. The chappy at the car fixing shop. Oh, I'm sure he'll charge me a pretty penny. So... Oh, and I'm walking in on weird shoes. I have the wrong shoes now. My old pair of shoes was broken. It had... Well, they weren't broken. I could have kept going with it, but people... People started to make fun of me. My shoes had too many holes in them, and then someone was organising a shoey, and they said, well, we can't be using James's shoes for the shoey because they're full of holes, so the beer will come right out of them before it has a chance to splash it out in our gullet. So I went out and I bought a new pair of shoes, and... I had just been buying the same model of shoes every time, but I saw a, a nicer pair of shoes, and they were on special. And it turns out that even though they might have seemed nicer, they're not nearly as nice for walking in. I had to get some expensive insoles, and that hasn't really helped things either. All obstacles smash me. So I'm, I'm just out my broken bag, me. and my broken shoes, and my broken car, me. and my broken body, and I come to you me. a broken man, ladies and gentlemen. Recording the podcast today in the office. And I was trying to get the podcast done in time while the other chaps in the office were out for lunch, but they've just come back from lunch. What did you have for lunch, boys? Wonton soup. Wonton soup. Oh, I wish I'd had a wonton soup. I had... Come and, come and be on the podcast for a moment. I had a dreadful... I had a Sunta banh mi roll, just because it was on the way. Mm-hmm. Dreadful. Dreadful. Oh, the quality's really fallen off since they've become a chain. Where'd you get that? Oh, just a banh mi, just conventional banh mi, swimming in a mediocre mayonnaise. Terrible little spring roll, terrible. Gelatinous. Is it a little tiny spring roll? Tiny, nasty. I don't get it, I don't get it. Oh, it was like a cigarette, but in spring roll form. I'll stop recording this now, people have to go back to work in this office. (laughs) And this would be highly unprofessional. Okay, it's the end of the day, everybody else has left, I'm now ready to resume the podcast. In, frankly, a much better mood, I got a lot of... uh, a lot of work done today. That was nice. I'll tell you what I think uh, torpedoed the mood. I did a corporate gig a couple of days ago, and um, those are just always hell. I mean, they're just... Wah! I mean, I shouldn't say that because I, uh, it's bread and butter money, really. You want people to book you for them. Hey, James Donald Forbes McCann, definitely an amiable and competent uh, corporate comedian. If you have a corporate function coming up and would like to pay me a big, big, big lump of money to host a show for you i'll do it but seriously folks i'm uh, pretty bad at corporate gigs and um i mean i'm the people seem to be happy afterwards it was uh, it was quite late at night everyone was very very drunk and many of them were standing up and the lights were hot and the microphone was poor and my jokes were just far too racial for a work do 
And, you know, it's just been one of those weeks. We're not sleeping. The baby's teething. The baby's got some new teeth. The baby's writhing around. The baby can get places. The whole house has to be made safe again for a crawling person. He's just crawling backwards at the moment. He backing that ass up. But um, that's good. And then I bought the flights to America. Uh, I am going to America in late uh, July to mid-August. I'm going to go pretty... I'm going to go from... Oh, oh, it's this like... Google Google won't give you the actual cheapest deal. Um, I, I don't know why, but I, I managed to look up a whole lot of different ways to do it. So on the way back, I'm going via Fiji. I'll get to be there for all of 45 minutes. That'll be a great time. And then on the way there, I'm flowing. Flowing? I'm flowing. <laughs> oh, the brain is flowing out of the eyeballs onto the ground. I'm flying Adelaide to Sydney. I'm going to do a gig in Sydney that night, and then the next day I fly Sydney to Auckland, Auckland to Houston. So I'm coming to Houston. I'm going to do some spots around Houston, and then I'm going to go to Austin and hang out in Austin. And then I'm going to go over to LA and hang out in that city, the city that I love so very, very much, and then back to Fiji. And then home, it'll be uh, not a long trip. Uh, if I'm very, very frugal, I won't have to spend very much money at all. I'm sad that on this trip I will not get to go up to some of my favourite places in the world, Steubenville, Ohio. For example, I can't be away for long enough to leave my family and I can't go to New York City, the finest city of that name. I loved New York City and it means I can't go to Canada this time around. Hopefully, I think we are coming back to America for a few months uh, January to March next year, so we'll do that then. But for the time being, congratulations if you live in Houston or Austin um, or LA. Well, I can't really wish you a congratulations if you live in LA. That city is foul. So even though I'll be there and you might get the opportunity to squeeze me by the shoulder and look me in the eye, I think that's absolutely nullified by how terrible LA is. Hmm... Maybe that's me being unkind. I didn't see very much of LA. <laughs> I mostly just walked around the poor bits with a suitcase. And is there any city in the world that if you just walked around the poorest parts of it, carrying a great big suitcase, not sure how to fill up eight hours, could you enjoy that time anywhere, genuinely? Hmm? I ask you. Hmm? Hey! 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 I'm asking you! Well, hey! Could ya? I suspect not. And then I got the call, by the way, during the work day, I should mention this, for the Volvo that's going to cost just shy of $1,000 to fix. I never know if these people are screwing me. I call, I asked at the start, how much is it going to cost to fix the Volvo? And he said, <laughs> let's not talk about the price. Because then I, I give you a number and it's the wrong number and people get upset. I should have at that point said, right, I'm, I'm calling a different guy. Um, but I'm, I've never yet found someone who can fix the Volvo in an affordable way, and I've gone to so many different Volvo fixes. I'm starting to think that the Volvo is just a decidedly difficult car to fix. I've just about spent more money to fix that Volvo than I spent buying the Volvo. Thank goodness that boats don't have that problem. When you spend your money on your boat, you just get your boat, Boom. there's no more out of hand, and that's it. No that's more it. expenditures, no more fees, that sort of thing. Slip, slop, slap. And now, you know, I'd like to complain about another thing. The screenplay is pretty much all the beats are done. 
The shell of it is done. It's, it's just a garbled mess of notes that I've got, but it's all in order. And it's going to make a beautiful film. And all the, in, the part that requires inspiration is now complete. And now it's just a hard, back-breaking work of typing it all out, finding consistencies, formatting it correctly. Oh, it's a boring, boring process. It's the sort of thing... I just feel like you, one should have an assistant. One can just harangue and hand to and say, turn this into a script now. All my ideas are there. Should I have to do any more work on it? But of course, it doesn't work like that. And my assistant Margot is busy doing other things. We're sending all the plates out tomorrow. That's the day. We've all the we've, the plates are done. She's got two more to do. We've got all the boxes. So finally, the plates will be arriving at your door. And I had thought that it would be cheaper because so many of our Patreons, glorious, 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 sweet noble Patreons, so many of them are in America. I just thought I'll take the plates to America and then send them from America. But in my uh, penny-pinching, I don't have bags on the flights to America. So I will have to send them here. And I don't know if that'll save me money in the long run. I'm... Maybe I should go on those green supplements. You know, the brain power supplements. power type supplements that give you more supplements mind. for the power brain. in the mind. It's the next day, and what a great day it is. And indeed... Mads, do you want to be on the podcast? No. Are you sure? Just say bye. Oh, you want to say, yeah. Well, we'll see when we get back. Okay, sounds good. And thanks for the, um, the celebration. Come and talk about it. No, no. Come and be on the podcast. Oh. What? It's Independence Day. Well, I'll start again. It's Independence Day, the 4th of July. And may I wish a very solemn Independence Day to all of my lovely, lovely American listeners. It's never too late to admit you've... Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Made a mistake and to come back home. Oh, the mood has turned right around. I'll tell you the moment the mood turned around was when I picked up my sweet, precious Volvo from the shop. And uh, it cost $1,000 to fix it. There was a fan that had stopped working. I don't rightly know how a fan costs $1,000. Anyway, but I put it, I, I turned the aircon on. It's the first time that the aircon has worked in my Volvo since the, or well, about six months. The most brutal summer. And as I was driving today and I had the cold air pushing into my face, 
because it was a nice sort of sunny, wintry day, and I had the cold air blasted up. Oh, it was a treat. It was a real joy. And then because it is the 4th of July and Madeline, who I just spoke to before, who's currently sitting by a bonfire in my front yard. Bonfire, a bit of an excessive term for it. Campfire in a small metal fire holding device. Oh, we had American food. I went off with her husband, Paul, this morning who's uh, not American, but uh, is, uh, loves the country. What a great country. And we bought hot dogs. So cheap hot dogs. Much cheaper than sausages. I'm not sure uh, that they're as good for you. But we, we boiled up the hot dogs and we had put corn on the barbecue. And uh, there was a beautiful chipotle mayo. And I fried up some onions. I've got to have an Australian element in there somewhere. And we sang American songs like Battle Hymn of the Republic the national anthem got sung four or five times, and it was so good to be with friends. I can't believe I was in such a well. I can believe it because it was. I can believe that I was in a terrible mood yesterday, a dark, foul mood. But then after I was recording that podcast, I went out. I saw my friend Andrew for a beer, and all these comedians happened to be there. And then I, uh, because it was outside of the open mic night, so I went up at the open mic and I did five minutes. And it wasn't very good. But I'll tell you what was good, was the sycophantic responses from some of the comedians who were just starting out, who were coming up to me and saying all sorts of ridiculously positive things about my set. And I thought, that's one of the great fruits of being in a small town, being the big fish in the small pond, even when you suck, people will lie to you and tell you that you're great. And I thought... Oh, I could get used to that. I'm sure there's no long-term drawback to that. No, I didn't. I just went around telling them, stop it. It was no good. Anyway, but uh, there are some kernels of ideas there that are very good. And then today, well, I tried to find some American beers for this 4th of July party, as it sort of became. You can't buy American beer for love or money. It used to be you'd get Pabst Blue Ribbon everywhere. Brooklyn Lager. Can't do it now. The Blue Moon, I think, is an American beer. Now it's just the Budweiser's, the Miller's and the Coors. Entry-level plebeian beers for the big, fat, working-class American. I bought each of those. I bought a Coors. I bought Budweiser. And I bought Miller. Four times do we put the Miller through a filter. So it has exceptional smoothness. But when I was going around bottle shops and they didn't even have one American beer, I drove with my kids for a good long while today, the negativity that the Australian bottle shop operators were giving me, oh, not very popular. American beer? Why do you want that? Shouldn't they have or shouldn't they have our beer? And you go, all right, listen, can't we have a watery, sugary, flavourless beer just for the 4th of July? Not again that I think, well, this was another great conversation I had with... Madeline, I, I would actually, I should really, Madeline, yeah. are you sure you don't want to just say that interesting thing you said before about being the inheritors of victory? Sorry, James, I can't possibly. You couldn't possibly be on the podcast saying that? No, I'm so sorry, James. I'm huh? just not that. No, 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 very good. I'll tell them what you said. It was great. So I was saying to Madeline, do you think it was right that uh, the War of Independence was fought because I'm listening to this Rest is History podcast and they're sort of going, the reasons for the War of Independence don't 100% stack up. Um, the taxation was not that onerous. It just looked like they wanted it. They, you know. And so I said, wasn't it like a just war? And Madeline said something like, 
I think the important thing, and the reason it is good, is because we won, you know? And because they picked a point of principle and they fought and they changed the world and they won their freedom. And that Americans are fundamentally now the inheritors of victory. And Australians, we don't think we can do anything. We've never, I mean, what's our big war myth? Not the war of independence, not the civil war. It's that we went to Gallipoli for a foreign power and had our asses handed to us by Turks. What, what do you reckon that does to the national psyche? Good night, Madeline. It was a great point. I'm conveying it with great... Um, Hmm, I think you should be on the book. I think someone. All right. My friends are all... Uh, so we'll see you when we get back. And we drive off tomorrow for Melbourne. We drive off tomorrow morning for Melbourne. It's 7.30 at night now. And we've got to... I'm hoping to leave for Melbourne at 5 a.m. We're going to drive all day. And then I'm arriving hopefully early enough to MC a gig at the Comics Lounge. I don't know how it's going to... I'm just... I feel like just optimistic again why do I I don't know is it because I went out and I did a show it's probably because I did a show I love doing stand-up comedy it's so good for this so I hadn't done stand-up comedy in weeks when I was recording the start of this podcast it gets you down well not you I mean it might make you very unhappy to do stand-up comedy but for me the prospect of doing stand-up comedy I mean it just everything fits even a bad gig even, but just so long as there's some little idea that I can take away from it, I'm happy as a as a f- camper. Is that an expression? I'm happy as Larry. I'm a happy little Vegemite. I'm a happy camper. I'm a happy boy. Oh, people were discussing at the 4th of July party what their perfect day would be. And someone said, well, I think my wife said, you know, I'd, I'd have coffee with my family in New Zealand. And then I'd go to your house in Adelaide. You know, it was time and space were not material. You could be anywhere in the world. And so, you know, my friend Paul was saying, I'd be in the Himalayas and then I'd be somewhere else. He said, James, what's your happiest day? And I thought, genuinely, if I had an idea that afternoon, if I got up on a comedy stage that night and it went okay, that is just about the perfect day Yeah, you could add to that other things. Oh, I'm with my loved ones. I'm with friends and family. And we have a beautiful, intimate moment together. But honestly, if all of those things happened and I didn't have a comedy idea that I got up and did that night and I had a pretty good time, I'd rather be doing the comedy. It's a sickness. and uh, But you've got to know yourself, right? You've got to be aware. Oh, I can't wait to get up again. I've got gigs all this week. And then, of course, this trip to America where I'm just going to be in Texas for two weeks. I don't have anything planned except to be in Texas, just to put myself in a position where I'm in Texas with the Texans trying to make something happen. And it's exciting. I tell you what is a little daunting is this drive tomorrow with three children for eight hours. And if we don't get there on time, I won't be able to do the gig. Ooh, I hope we make it there on time. But I've got some podcasts lined up to do. In Melbourne, I'm excited to do that. I love traveling with my family. I love it. I really love it. I Oh, I get so sad and lonely when I'm on the road alone. Really, I think what I would like about having a boat is just this notion that I could have my family in a boat, sail to the next big city, you know, and then do a bunch of gigs 
then come back to the boat and sail off to the next one. Then I don't have to deal with airports. Then I get to be with my whole family. I don't have to deal with crappy accommodation. And I get to do stand-up comedy to new people all the time. Oh, we're going to make this boat happen. We're going to make this feature film happen. I love you. I want you. I need you. I miss you. Hold on. We should get Anna Freer out here to quickly plug her show in Melbourne. Anna, do you want to quickly at the end of the podcast plug your Melbourne show? And Margot, do you want to come and talk about the plates for a moment? They're coming over now. They're, I've just interrupted their conversation. I'm just, I've been sitting out front in the Volvo while they're all having seemingly an absolutely lovely time. Uh, Margot has an update on the plates to come. Very exciting. They're commemorative plates that people on the Patreon will get at a certain time. And uh, Margot, you've done such a good job with the plates. Thank you so much, James. The plates, I'm actually sad to see them go. I've really become really well, Now You're going to take photos of all the pictures of the plates? Yes, I'm going to photograph them and then maybe we can make like tea towels or some kind of Love other, it. you know, T-shirts or something. With, Love it. With the painted plates on the T-shirts. That would be so great. Good. So good, so good. And as whispering so good. I just want to say another thing. Um... But I honestly, I forget what it is. Uh, thank you for all the work on the plates. I'll transfer you the money that you need for it. That's fine. And uh, something else will come to me later. And Anna, you've got a show. Tell us the details. I have a show. It's at Tempa Rubato in Brunswick at 8 p.m. on Saturday. But the bar is open from 7 p.m. Well, please, come on down. Please book your tickets. Beautiful violin music. Please book your tickets in advance because I see all the pre-bookings and I get very stressed. <laughs> Well, you got 13 tickets sold. I would like many more. 13's better than I had when I was on the road doing comedy for a long time. Yeah, I want to be more successful than you. You're putting on funny voices on my podcast now. All the affability and positivity. Why? Last time I did a show in Melbourne, I sold 50 tickets in like two weeks out. So no need to rub anyone's nose in it. No, I'm just saying, I'm a big fucking star. I'll have to edit that swear word out. And Margot, I had something to say, but I've absolutely forgotten it. We just have so loved... Margot, at some point, will go back to America. Um, But we've so loved having Margot in Australia. I was painting the thing today, the other thing that I'm Oh, the cover for the new book. not happy with? No, it's actually not your best work, but we will work on that in the future. Thank you, ladies, both. Yeah, welcome. Goodbye. And goodbye from me as well, everybody. This has been the James Donald Forbes McCann Catamaran Plan. Can't wait to do that big drive over. Oh, I was going to say that I've started reading uh, uh, The Fountainhead again. I'm reading Ayn Rand again, who, yes, she's flawed, and yes, there are issues. But, boy, I'm enjoying that. All right. Love you. Miss you. Want you. Need you. God bless you. Have a good one. Woo! I'll just add, I I, I realised that I, I said I hadn't done stand-up comedy in a while, but then in the first part of it, I'm talking about how I did a corporate gig recently. I just don't count a corporate gig as stand-up comedy. It's a, it's a weird pantomime and it gives you none of the emotions and the dopamine of the stand-up comedy. I just wanted to, it, maybe this is redundant that I would. Let him also not talk down the corporate gigs too much. James Donald Forbes McCann, available for your corporate gigs in the near future. If your office is having a Halloween party. If you're doing a Christmas in July party, get on the dog and bone, give us a call. James Donald Forbes McCann, one of the best corporate comedians working in Adelaide. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 